welcome to the Lost Wells of the Galloway Glens podcast, episode four, The Green Well of Scotland. Instigated during the depths of lockdown, the Lost Wells of the Galloway Glens project tasked members of the community to research and discover lost wells in their vicinity. I visited some of the discovered wells and spoke to some of the people who found them along the River Kendee, from Carsven in the Hills to Borg on the Solway Firth in southwest Scotland. In this, my final episode, I go back to the well that started it all off for me, the Green Well of Scotland. Growing up just upstream at Nockengurch on the Duke River, I have known about the well for as long as I can remember. It was a slightly foreboding, mysterious place, the seat of the deal even, on the outskirts of Carsfern village where I went to school. Sighted at the foot of Cairnsmore of Carsfern, me and my friends played near the well, nervously edged around its perimeter, and wrote stories about it for our school magazine. The Green Well continues to hold a fascination as a significant, curious and under-researched part of Southwest Scotland's history. I don't know of a well that has more layers of folklore associated with it. I can't think of one. Um, it's just so rich. And I think it's partly rich because we don't know much about it in terms of its origins. But... I think it's maybe also very rich because a lot of stuff happened there and it's evocative, it's unplumbed, literally don't know how deep it is, don't know what's in there, there are all these stories relating to it. Uh, it seems to sort of just manifest lots of periods, interests, so covenanters, you know, periods of before the Reformation, uh, healing law, devil law. It's all there, you know, and it all just kind of exists in this amazing jumbled up place. Yeah. And I just think it's really unusual. And it's very, very beautiful to, to, to visit as well. Peter Hewitt, Museum's Officer for Dumfries and Galloway West, and his thoughts on what is his favourite well in the Galloway Glens area. But what are some of the stories of the well? The Green Well is a large black pond. There is a legend that it is bottomless and has gold in it. One of the stories about the Greenwell is that when the Covenanters were running away from Lag's Moss troopers to keep their gold safe from the troopers, they threw it into the Greenwell. Another story is about a man called Dr. Dodd, who was an alchemist. He made equipment for turning metal into gold. This was against the law. So when the officers of the Crown found out to save himself, he threw his equipment into the Greenwell. A variation of the story is that he collected the gold dust from the river and he turned it into gold coins. This was also against the law. So when he was found out, he threw all his coining equipment as well as the gold coins into the Greenwell. By the green well, there is a large stone which looks like an armchair. The devil was supposed to have carved this chair for himself to guard the gold. If anyone tried to get the gold, it is said that some misfortune would fall on that person or his family. That was an article I wrote about the green well when I was 11 years old, kindly read by Leia Aid, who is currently 11 years old. Leia's grandfather, Fisherman, artist and writer Robin Aid has lived in the area for around 50 years and he now lives in a cottage next to the Greenwell. He has another story. There are a lot of stories about it. The main ones are to do with the, the gold, which is variously called the Deal's Gold, the Covenanter's Gold, 
Um, and there are lots of lots of tales about the bad things that happened to people who, who went looking for the gold and this and that. Um, the most famous of the stories is is um, Tom Adam, the inventor of the modern road structure, who was who was um, 18 months old baby in the nearest house nearby, um, Lagwine, and it was actually a newly built big Lagwine house. Um, and um, he, he, he almost died in a house fire together with several of his brothers and sisters um, when he was 18 months old. Um, and the story was that it was because his father was down at the green well looking for the devil's gold at the time. But the historical material on the well not only talks of covenanters and gold, it also talks of its healing qualities. Close upon the side of the River Duke is the famous Laguine Well, formerly called the Green Well of Scotland. The water of it was believed to cure many illnesses. This well is in the middle of a solid rock and is about 30 feet in circumference. It has no outlet, and though much rubbish has been thrown into it at different times, it is still about 20 feet deep. Some people continue to wash their bodies with its waters as a remedy for scabotic diseases. That was one example of a number of historical sources about the well, an extract from A History of Galloway, written by William Mackenzie in 1841, where Mackenzie refers to it as Le Guine Well, which it is sometimes known as, another name which derives from Gallic, Lag Uainia, translating as Green Hollow. I find this 19th century quote particularly interesting, not only because it is one of many that mentions the water's healing qualities, but because in 1841 it states that it was formerly called Greenwell of Scotland. From this source, we know that the name is not a recent name. The name, the Greenwell of Scotland, is one of the things that seems to completely fox modern historians. Where could it have come from? One passionate researcher into the well and surrounding history is my very own father, artist and researcher Simon Holmes, who has lived up the river from the well at Knockengorich for coming on 50 years. He believes that the well has not always experienced its current obscurity, that it was once an important and prominent part of the landscape, and that the key is in the name. 1,300 years ago nearly, or just over in fact, the ninth abbot of Iona, Adomnan, wrote in Latin that the Picts in his day spoke of a, of a, a river which they called Nigra Dia, the Black Dee, or Black Goddess, and that the Picts worshipped Deiterani, earth deities, at certain wells which they called Fonscotai wells or fountains of the Scot. It's, it's very clear to me that the river in question, the Dee, is one of two Pictish river Dees in Scotland. And it's as clear to me that the black Dee represents a southern or Galloway Dee as opposed to the white or northern Dee, which is, of course is the more famous of the two rivers. There's only one well by the name Greenwell of Scotland, anywhere in Scotland. There is only one well by the, which of Scotland, Scotland Well, to be found on 
Deeside in Galloway, and that is Greenwell of Scotland. There, is, there are no Scotland wells or green wells to be found on the Aberdeenshire River Dee. There are other green wells to be found in Scotland, not many. They're prestigious places. There are other Scotland wells to be found in Scotland. Equally, they are prestigious places. There is only one well in Scotland with the name, the full name, Green Well of Scotland. And that is utterly unique. There are other green wells. Yeah. And so what is special about this particular Green Well of Scotland? It, it, there you said it. What, what is, what is, what is partic- specifically peculiar to this Green Well of Scotland is, it, is the name, Green Well of Scotland. There are other green wells, but there, isn't, there, isn't, there are no other Scotland wells, but there is only one Green Well of Scotland. To understand the meaning of the name, you then have to, there are two components to it, Green Well and Scotland. Put together, the name is unique. There are no others. There simply are no others anywhere in the world. There are no other green wells in Scotland. There is only one. And that green and that green well of Scotland is one of Adomnan's Fonscotai, or one of the one of the Fonscotai that the Picts reported to Adomnan was where they worshipped their earth deities. And the key to unlocking the meaning of the name Green Well of Scotland, what links the two, is the Dee River itself, the goddess, the name of the goddess, and the Picts. There are two Pictish goddess rivers in Scotland, the Aberdeenshire Dee and the Galloway Dee. They are both Pictish. That is what Adamnan's text confirms, and he is generally regarded as a reliable historian who is writing about a, a primary source in, uh, as regards the geography of his time. And he, he is doing two things. He is locating, he, he is locating the Green Mill of Scotland, and he is also locating the Picts in Scotland, in southern Scotland, the Picts in Galloway, which is a very vexed question, and loads of academics and historians are in a state literally of denial with respect to any Pictish presence in Galloway whatsoever. But it's undeniable from Adamnan's report, and it is a report, that if the D is, that he reports is the Galloway D, the black D is the Galloway D, then he establishes the presence of Picts worshipping on that river at Wells. He is establishing the presence of Picts and Pictland and Pictadia in Galloway. So it's a double whammy. So, my father believes that the name the Greenwell of Scotland offers us an insight into this area as part of wider Scottish history, that it proves the long hotly debated topic of the Galloway Picts, and that, contrary to the current status quo, where these upland areas lie sparsely populated and forgotten, in the past these places were rich centres of cultural activity and strategic significance. Like so much across Galloway, there is much more to be discovered and uncovered. But what of the well now? Situated on a popular walker's route up Cairnsmore of Cusfen, many hill walkers pass it, but not many know very much about it. So many walkers up the Cairnsmore, especially the last year. Um, and some of them ask uh, where the green well is, because there's a wee notice board there about it. And they don't recognize it because it's so grown over nowadays. Um, I can remember in the, the, the 70s, the, the water was absolutely clear. There was no weed. 
Uh, people used to swim in it, kids used to jump in it. Um, and now it's just overgrown, there's trees fallen in it. It's certainly not nationally known like the other green, the other Scotland well, and there's still a very famous one in, in Fife. Um, a Scotland well, which is which is quite well known. Robert the Bruce went there to get cured of leprosy and various other royalties. Um, the, the green well of Cosfern has been forgotten. Despite the seeming abandonment of the well by those in power and its modern reclusivity, the well still sees some signs of activity. There are a couple of clouty cloths on it. There's one, I only lived at Bridgen for three years. When I first arrived, there was a clouty cloth on the wee rowan tree that's growing on one of the old big trees that's fallen in the well. And uh, this winter, another one appeared. So I don't know if it's new age people or if it's something more traditional. I have asked one or two traveler friends about it and they didn't know about it. Um, but I'm, I have a strong feeling that somewhere in Ayrshire there's people with stories about the green well that have been lost in Galloway. And what would you like to see happen at the well, a change if anything? I'd like to see it recognised partly because it's a fantastic spot in its own right, there's no question about that. And all through the many hundreds of years it's been very beautifully kept. Big trees, great stands of big trees. There's a river gorge right beside it which is just about as important as the well. The two together are really special. Feeling that the well was a much underrated and underappreciated part of the community's history, earlier this year I delivered a project inviting all residents of Carsvens Parish to visit and be photographed at the well by an award-winning photographer, symbolically repopulating the site. The resulting outdoor exhibition ran throughout the summer and I hope it attracted more people to find out about the well. A small number of us have also created an informal group, Friends of the Green Well, and we're working with the new forestry landowners to help clear out the well and plant new native trees to replace the ones that have fallen. We hope to restore the green well to some of its former glory and encourage people to continue visiting and learning about this beautiful and significant spot. I hope you can visit it yourself one day. So this brings me to the end of this series on lost wells. In my short dip, I have discovered sources of fresh drinking water, learned something about the healing minerals of water, about the Romantic era and the spark rays and their impacts on Galloway. I have discovered deserted areas once densely populated, unpicked place names, and highlighted that these upland areas may not always have been as obscure as they may seem today. I hope you have enjoyed my journey and might feel inspired to go visit or discover some wells of your own. My thanks for this episode go to Leia and Sarah Aid, Robin Aid, Simon Holmes and Peter Hewitt, and for the series as a whole to Twelfth Day, McNabb Laurie, Helen Kerrin, Claire Williamson and all the researchers who discovered their wells. Also, National Lottery Heritage Fund and Historic Environment Scotland for their support for the Can You Dig It project. Thanks for listening.